Live from the Shangri-La of South County. Coming to you from rest and testing in the state of disrepair. In the morning, Nathan Penetration. In the morning, Brian Black. We've got a, a new uh, insurgency server that's run by Chris from CR Cutlery. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's called Brian's Dildo Barn. <laughs> that was his choice. It, it's hosted <laughs> at um, Ping Perfect. And they update source mod, meta mod. They update it all for them. So it's pretty much hands off. That's cool. Yeah, so he runs I, a 10v10 competitive server. What do you have to do to make it competitive? Do you have to like uh, have it verified through? No, uh, uh, you just change the game mode to comp. So what changes other than just keeping track of your rank? This is unranked competitive, the original competitive. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. There technically is a a ranked competitive, but you have to play on the NWI servers, and that's where all the cheaters are. So in an unranked competitive server with an admin, you just fucking ban them. Plus you can have sound effects. And there's a, a Brian's Dildo Barn theme song that goes with that server. <laughs> Highly recommend you come and check that out. I'll see if I can post a link to the IP or something in the show notes. I'm not sure how ephemeral the IP address is. Actually, I'll, I'll set up a, a redirect. It'll be like... Oh, I won't say... I Just go to the show notes. Bringyourwallet.com. What episode are we on? No idea. Let's consult the book of knowledge. Bringyourwallet.com slash frontier in episode 222. So, yeah, slash frontier slash 222. That'll put you on the... Uh, or if you're using Overcast, which is highly recommended, especially if you're listening to this show, because I don't cut any of the dead air. So there's a way you can just skip over the dead air with Overcast. And if you swipe the album art, it reveals the show notes underneath it. And then from there, you can copy the... Uh, the the name or memorize the the name of the server and then send it to yourself in steam and then you can join and get teabagged by me <laughs> didn't you just make a doi server to day of infamy i've had one on and off for the last six months i've just swapped hardware around and stuff and i've had to redo it um i've not, haven't been able to figure out how to get a co-op server working though because I'm running off, I'm using because I'm running it on Linux again, and I'm running it off those scripts. And all I need to do is get into the map cycle file, and I don't know where the guy that does manages and runs this project. I don't know where he put that. So, because everything's different, like everything's in different. Like you have to when you modify the config, he gives you a template that you actually have to copy into another directory and uh just overwrite like another file in that directory he kind of changed all of it it used to be you could and, and used to be you could just do you know dot slash you know whatever the uh you know doi server or tf2 server whatever and then you could do um um it's like it was either i forgot what the command switch was but it, it was like 
DUI server like setup or something like that. And then it would take you into the config file automatically. For whatever reason, he removed that fe- that uh, the ability to do that. So anyway, like I had to figure out and he doesn't document anything on that site. They have like message boards. It's like, all links documented. To- it's in the no. in GitHub. Not not for when you're trying to like tell me where in the GitHub uh, you're gonna you're gonna find where he keeps the map text file. I've looked everywhere. I can't find any references to anybody having that problem. What's the project called again? Uh, Linux Game Server Managers. He does have some documentation on his site, but it's like, uh, I'll get the links for it. All right, I just found the project on GitHub. And now I'm searching for map. 50 results. Okay, but try and find where it says the map uh, map cycle file is for DOI. Is there an acronym they use for the uh, directory? Is it like DOI or... Oh, there it is, DOI server. Yeah, DOI config. server, yeah. It's it's DOI server default config, I think. Underscore default dot CFG. Yeah, but you can't you can't edit that. Like those there's three config files and you can't actually edit those config files in their locations. You have to copy them out to another directory that is referenced in his script and then it loads from it, it pulls it from there. He like changed things around so that everything is scripted, like everything just runs in a, in a, in a script, like updates everything. Um, so I've been on, I, I know with certainty that I have to get to the map, my map cycle txt or whatever the file is and, or whatever the, uh, the, whatever it is in Debian, the, I have to find that and, that's where I modify it because if I modify the configs, like what you're talking about, the, all those do is reference the map text file. Like I can't until I find that, even if I could get it to work, I wouldn't be able to, to choose what map type I want to start with because I can't find the map map cycle file. So it's set to default for just the, the vanilla multiplayer modes, you know, where it's versus. All right, I just Nor- sent you a link to the config file that I'm referring to. Yeah, so see where it says default map? Yeah. Yeah, you, if you change that to a co-op map name, it doesn't work. See at the top where it says do not edit will be overwritten? Okay. This is all you're doing is you're copying this. Okay, then it's and- this server.cfg in the game server configs repository. The overall project is a GitHub organization at the root. And then the Linux, the game Linux game server manager script LGS. Okay. See this. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you, but see where it says map cycle file, map cycle, tactical operation.txt. It's ref. The map cycle file is referencing that, that TXT that that file i don't it doesn't tell you where that is that's probably wherever the uh like the app data is 
wherever Steam stores it. So maybe it's in the Steam. But I feel like I've checked all of that too. I've checked the Steam uh the server files fold uh folder under under Steam. Cause when you install the game, every source game I think has a um it has like a well not Steam, it has a source folder. I get those two confused. Because they're both Valve, made by Valve. Never mind. Um but I've I've checked pretty much everywhere that I can look. I was actually in here with Tugger a few uh like a week ago. And he was trying to help me find it too. We couldn't find it. You got source mod working? I did get that working because Isn't that a pain in the ass? No. Apparently so we just talked about what's annoying about this something that's annoying about this uh game server manager thing the nice thing is he added a new set of commands that you can automate the install of a uh, source mod or there's one other mod meta mod so you can do so if it was doi you do dot slash doi server and just enter that by itself and then it would give you a list of available commands and so you do dot slash doi server mod, uh, mi, which is abbreviated for mods install. And then that opens up like a new, uh, it, it basically just gives you an option to choose between either meta mod or source mod. And so you just do, just type out the name of which one, everyone you want, you hit enter and it installs it. I think both of them are installed on Chris's server. What is MetaMod used for again? I don't know. I don't know what either one of these are. I just know that every time there's an update to the game, Tugger has to go update the... He has to recompile source mod or all the mods in source mod, something like that. So everything breaks after an update. So that script sounds like that would make that a lot simpler. Yeah. Well, that's why I use it. You probably just show up, everything run, easier. run two commands, update DOI, and then update source mod. Yeah. Do you have your account set up to be an admin? Because you can add your Steam ID, and then you're automatically the admin. No, I haven't done that yet. I haven't set up. I just got it working today. All right, I'll send you a, a link to Chris's uh, GitHub account. Let's see, GitHub... think uh it's gonna be harder to find than i thought here let's listen to a little um uh, listen to so a little alex jones while oh, i look nice. for this i don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay do you understand that turn Okay, I found it. Are you still watching InfoWars? Yeah. Oh, man. 
All right, here's the link. Not frequently, but. And that has the directory that you're going to need to navigate to that directory. You'll figure out where it is. Basically, it's the root of Day of Infamy. You're going to look for source mod within Day of Infamy. And then at the bottom of it, you're just going to insert your Steam ID, just like I have listed down there. And then those uh, forward slashes, just comment. Those are comments, so they're not actually ex executed. Yeah, comment it out. So, so you can just know who the admin's going to be by doing that. Okay. And then if you have a copy of all your configs on GitHub, for example, it's really easy to create your own script where you run the Linux game server manager, it installs everything, and then you execute your second stage of the script, which basically just runs wget to pull your config from GitHub and just overwrite the one that's in source mod. So you'd have two steps and you're done. And version tracking. Doesn't hmm. sound like you're following. Yeah. <laughs> what are I you just, looking sorry, at? Sorry, I just got a text message. All right, my phone's away now. Again, aggro. Uh oh. You know oh, what it man. is like when you get a text message and then you have to just kind of stop everything you're thinking about and just be like, okay. And then just whatever happened, you're told like around you, you're totally oblivious to. Yeah. Cause you can only really use like language for one thing at a time. You can't same thing with emails for me too. You, you can't do a speech and count at the same time. If you sub vocalize, do you think in your head, like, speak in your head is there a voice sometimes yeah like if i did something stupid would you think in your head what the fuck yes but i'm you know what's funny is like i find myself saying things more like muttering them out than actually saying them in my mind <laughs> is you this know? just the the your mental state deteriorating and you're just no just like to not, not, not you twitch? like kind of like mouthing things like you know like if oh. i'm driving around and someone's like you know, like this oh, fucking bitch. I yell sometimes. I'd be like, you fucking bitch. But I'll be like, fucking bitch. Like, just kind of like, I want to shout it, you know. But if my windows are down and I'm crossing a busy intersection, then I'm not going to do that. There have been times where I have yelled, though, because some people are just so fucking stupid. They should not be driving. They're probably you reading text messages. You know the state has the worst drivers in the world, right? I had no idea, but I kind of doubt it. Like per, like I guess, I mean, obviously India and China are going to be worse because of their population densities. That's that's because of their population densities. Uh, California, you know, most of the population is dense in just the the major cities, like you know, San Diego, L.A., San Francisco. So. For a given area, I think uh, California was the worst. Was this some like website you saw that on? Uh, it was no, it's like some report, like from the NHTSA or whatever. So like their rating, they only do regarding the United States, and so their California is by far the worst in the United States. And then I think on a global scale, I think it's, you know, 
Because if you really think about it, who could be worse other than China and India? Like overall, those are worse, but who could really be worse than California? In a city, uh, Paris specifically. But the thing is, there's I guess. the philosophy to driving is a lot different. It's more like France is a lot of open area though. You too. just push people out of the way. It's kind of like New York, I guess. But that's that's just Paris though. Like yeah, that's why I was saying specifically a city. I don't maybe they don't have accidents because they have a different philosophy behind driving, which is fucking pay attention or you're going to get driven off the road. Yeah. People freak out when you uh, change lanes and you like, don't give enough room for somebody like California room. You know, what's funny. I like, I don't mind getting cut off by people anymore. Like where if, if they're speeding, if they're speeding and they do it, it's fine. Cause I know they're in a hurry and I've been in the same situation as they am. They are, and I'm like, like, go for it. You know, like if if you gotta like, when I mean cut off, I don't mean like where I have to slam. You know how like when you think of getting cut off, you you have to like someone cuts in front of you and you gotta slam on your brakes, right? Like I'm talking about like a guy's like trying to speed up to get in front of you, to get somewhere. You know, like that doesn't bother me. What bothers me more than anything else is people driving slow. Yeah, like totally. Like, just don't like they're in their own fucking, you know, like everyone's going to slow down for me because this is how slow I feel like driving. They're normally and not paying attention. I don't they have care. Their on. Yeah. Usually they drive minivans and there's like a mile of empty space in front of them. Yeah. And they get on the freeway and they go 45 miles an hour across traffic all the way to a passing lane, any passing lane, whatever's in the farthest left. And they, they expect people to break for them. Yeah. They're not paying attention. They're not even there. Their high beams are normally on. Yeah, but they're the ones that get the good insurance rates. Maybe. They drive slowly and everyone has to stop for them. The insurance company uh, doesn't know how fast you drive. Some of them do. They have those tracking things you can put in your car and he lowers your rates. It would raise mine. <laughs> yeah me too i do whatever is reasonable and prudent yeah that's that's just that's common courtesy just just make yourself not a problem for everyone else around you that's like the golden rule when you're driving as long as you do that then it's fine but there's too many fucking people in this state particularly that are just all on their own just on their own, you know, time, screw everything else around me. This is what I'm doing. And it's transcends beyond that. It's, it's, it's a cultural problem. I think with a state, people are just inconsiderate here. Hey, do you, you know, have to, these the, fat women that have like six fucking kids and seven 11, they're taking things off the shelves and throwing it on the floor and she doesn't do anything about it. Like it's almost to the, to the point of entitlement just like oh i'm you know i'm gonna do me and this is this is just what it is and fuck all the rest of you what were you gonna say i was trying to derail to like just change topics and derail you didn't work do you have the uh, burn mod i don't burn want mod to talk about this mod? anymore anyway uh burn mod yeah you light people on fire Oh, oh, no, I haven't, I haven't messed with any, I haven't configured anything yet. I just got it working today. 
That might be built in. I'm going to mess with it tonight when we're done recording. The fire's contagious, too. You can, like, just, uh, like, uh, like, power of God just, like, strike people dead in their place, right? And it yeah. creates, like, a lightning bolt and a sound. You can freeze them. You can slap them. You can slay them. Freezing them and then walking up and then knifing them slowly, killing them with, like, two or three knives. That's a good way to do it. I just want to smite them and turn them into giblets if possible you could do that in day of infamy because they have so much gore you could just dismember their body you'd have to spawn an ied on them or something i guess in that game it would be a a grenade or something or a shell just directly on them dive bomb stuka bomb there you go yeah (laughs) if it's custom for day of infamy they really could you could like trigger an air raid specifically on a certain on a certain person. <laughs> that would be great. If there's some like as soon as the map off, spawns, like after the end of the round, it's like we lost the match because there's a fucking hacker on their team. Like just calling it, just do an instant airstrike on their spawn. <laughs> we had a problem on Tugger's servers where this guy would join, drop an IED and spawn, switch teams. Not switch teams. That was DOD. He would connect blow everybody up with a TK reconnect with a different name and a different avatar on the same steam ID. So he would disconnect before the server kicked him for the TK because it would count the kill as coming from the server, just like a neutral observer and then reconnect onto another team, blow them up and spawn. And then just, it was like a fully automated script. They got like Mm -hmm. 150 kills. It didn't keep track of them. But between each session of like 10 kills, they ended up racking up a lot. And it was kind of tricky to narrow down which Steam idea it was. How much hacking do you think? Like, is it 10% of the people playing that are hacking? Like, what do you think it is? Because the player bases are small for both games. I couldn't tell you the percentage of people, but I can tell you that 90% of the time you're playing, somebody's cheating. Maybe 90% is high, but that's very I've possible. I've seen a lot of weird stuff happen in the game, but a lot of the time it seems like that's just from the odd netcode and stuff like that. Particularly if you're playing on the NWI servers, like you'll unload a clip into a guy with a pretty accurate gun like an MP40 and all the bullets will just magically go around him. Like yeah. you won't hit him. It's probably like you're saying, the netcode. Yeah. The NWI servers are notorious, notoriously bad. They're supposed to be like correction for that, though. Like they're supposed to have. I think uh, that is the correction, because technically man. the guy's not there. I've put a flamethrower directly into somebody and held it as they walked by me. I watched the flame go through them and everything, and it didn't affect him until they held still. How does it's the rule is that the client machine sends data to the server first before the server sends data to the client, right? Like that's how when you're talking about netcode, like you're you're streaming position data to the server. Correct. But that takes precedent over the server. Like, so for example, like let's say, because I remember when Overwatch came out, there was a problem because they ran their servers. At, I think they were 20 tick. And if you played with a character that had precision weapons, like a sniper rifle or a bow and arrow or whatever, so Hanzo or 
uh, whoever the widow, the sniper chick, you would. They, and then they had hitboxes to counter that problem. So what would happen was you could a guy would be running by and he would go behind a corner. And if you shot at him, like even though he's out of vision and past the corner, if you shot him at exactly the right time, you would still get a head uh, a headshot if you hit him in the head. Because of the hitbox and the, the tick rate was off. So it would reward the person shooting first because that was, you know, if, if they were moving by, you know, like strafing left to right, you can kind of just like sit there and spam and eventually you're going to hit them. It's basically whoever gets the first shot in that, in that scenario. And so they eventually, I think they upped the tick rate to 60, which is still low. And then that, that issue kind of resolved itself, but I don't know, like if, I don't know how DOI does it. Like I understand from, from Overwatch, it would be whatever you did, whoever basically did whatever first, even if you missed the target, you could still get a kill for it. Whoever attacked first. So it's just reaction time and then placement of whoever you're aiming at. And I think you could still watch the videos of it online. It was it was really bad in that game. But I kind of get vibes, the similar vibes like in this game sometimes where like I'll be running, you know, sprinting uh, across the map and like I'll be behind a, a, a hallway already, but then I'll get killed by like SMG fire. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, the bullets go through the walls technically, but it's like not through two walls, like at a different angle. So... You can set the tick rate if you're hosting a dedicated server, but I don't know what NWI runs their servers at. I think the default is 60, but maybe they run theirs lower to save on server power. It won't help if they're late in CSI. That's why it's important to be an admin. And then you just get rid of the whole shitty levels of players. So the the worst, like 5%, just constantly kick them out. Make sure your server's full. And then constantly kick out the bottom 5%. And then other people will automatically queue into your server. And there's basically like a line for a club out in front of your server on the internet. And you just keep kicking out that bottom 5%. People with high ping, poor scores, people that don't know how to play the objectives. And then you end up with the best possible server with only the best players that know what they're doing. Because the queue feeds you an unlimited supply of players. All they've selected for is a server that's full and have barely has enough room for them. So if you just keep slaying and killing people, like just kicking them out of the server, you'll get a new set of players and you can try them out. And if they don't work out, you kick them and then you get a new set of players. Yeah, if you guys are in your insurgency server tonight, I'll uh, I'll join up because I want to. I need to learn if I'm gonna actually run my own server. I need to learn to look to know what to look for specifically when people are hacking in that game. Cause I, I'm suspicious of it frequently when I play DOI, but I'm never going to like, rarely do I put in the chat like, Oh, so-and-so is hacking. Cause it's just like, what's the point? There's probably not even an admin there to ban them. No, definitely not. Most of the time you queue into an NWI server. Yeah. And with Day of Infamy, I'm not really sure how to tell. 
it's a lot harder because everyone's using iron sights and you a lot a lot of the guns you can kind of just spray with and get kills so and inadvertently you're gonna have a lot more close quarter battles in doi over insurgency and also the guns in insurgency too are, are pretty much every single gun in that game you can use at medium to long range unless it's like an smg Technically, you can pull off some pretty incredible shots with the pistols in Insurgency. I haven't had any success in Day of Infamy. It seems to take more hits to kill people. Like, there's certain guns in Day of Infamy that you know with 100% like certainty you're not going to hit a target more than 100 yards away. You know, like the Thompson. The Thompson you're not going to hit shit with, even if you put it on single fire. Or the, uh, uh, the Sten, the British gun. I guess that's the difference. Like the main difference between Insurgency and Day of Infamy. Most guns, if you control the rate of fire, you can pull off long range shots. Yeah. Well, I like the skirmishes and the chaos in Day of Infamy. Yeah. I think Insurgency is more tactical. It's more, well, well, Day of Infamy is tactical too, but, but Insurgency is kind of more methodical. You're trying to avoid contact and trying to like just get to the cap, you know, and hope that there's not like claymores or. That's uh, how you're supposed to be playing Day of Infamy. Yeah, but there's no claymores in Day of Infamy. There's no. They don't uh, have any in insurgency. They have IEDs and stuff. But oh, none of them okay, are IEDs. Triggered. Oh, you can't booby trap a doorway in insurgency. Not nothing's automatic. You would have to actuate the bomb. Oh, I thought they had that. Okay. Uh, I don't know scopes then scopes you know what's uh, the other thing I noticed about Day of Infamy that I don't notice in Insurgency like smoke like smoke grenades are almost more useful in Day of Infamy than real grenade like uh, explosive grenades are because a period of time in Insurgency where I never used grenades I only used smoke I never see people use smokes when I play Insurgency. Because they're hit or miss. Same with Day of Infamy. Sometimes people will fire through it because they don't actually see the smoke. Hmm. And it's Based unknown why that Low happened. detail setting. I don't know. The smoke on Day of Infamy is very effective, though. You can probably edit the... Um... You definitely can. Yeah. I know there's commands you can run. Some people, they get rid of the foliage on the trees and they eliminate all background noise so all they hear is footsteps no matter where you are on the map <laughs> yeah it's bullshit some people are just like that they they get satisfaction from that they didn't they didn't really modify anything and they're not running any special software they're never going to get caught they just crank up their volume on their headphones or they use some type of compressor It's an limiter. exploit. It, they're just exploiting the game to yes. k- get kills, easy kills. I know somebody who has a, uh, a field of view changer. When he has a gun that doesn't have a fucking scope, he changes with a key binding. He changes his field of view to be like 20, so it zooms in. No way. Yeah, on a pistol. <laughs> So he'll be like, oh, there's a guy across the map. He'll, 
he'll zoom in to make the field of view as low as, or yeah, the smallest number possible. And then he can go back to 90 and go back to fragging people up close and personal. But he can reach out across the map with a pistol and take you out. That's cool. Well, that, that, that works great in this game, but I think there's some games where you can't change that field of view setting without, like, you have to apply the setting, you know, and options. If the game has a console, there's probably a field of view con- uh, command in there. Yeah, any source game will, pro- will, but I don't know about other games. Other than that, he's got a, a screen made for gamers that turns on red pixels in the middle of the screen, so you know where the, the center is. Makes it easier huh. to no-scope. You could... I mean, there's ways around that. If you really part of the screen. That's cool. But you could just get a Sharpie, a really sharp tip Sharpie, and find the right pixel and just put a dot there. Did you ever do that with uh, CRTs when you played Counter-Strike and like Quake back in the day? No. This is like glass covers anyway. Yeah. I got scotch tape, I put it over the glass, and I put a little circle with a pencil. And with the original day, uh, Dave defeat, the sniper rifle had a hundred percent accuracy without the scope. So you could just run around and no scope people and one shot everybody. It was like a fucking rail gun. <laughs> uh, that's great. I watched star Wars. Yeah. What'd you think about it? Uh, boy, maybe we should have a spoiler warning. And Yeah. This is it. This is your, your spoiler warning. Don't listen beyond this. Just go to bringyourwallet.com slash donate. Share the show, support the show. So anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars uh, last... Was it The Last Jedi? Episode 8? Yes. Um... I guess they made that that stupid purple-haired lady a martyr to justify her existence. Where did she come from? I don't know. They, that was so out of place. Terrible character. You know what? Another thing, too. Here, Okay, because we kind of just talked a little bit about this the other day. We knew we were going to talk about it on the show. Um, did you notice that all the male characters in that show, or show, movie, uh, were all, all of the evil ones were white men. All of the good men were multi-culty. And all of the men all together are made to look like complete fucking morons. Yeah. They all of them. Literally. Poe, the guy that like is like the ace badass. Like uh he's like honestly the only character I really, really like in in, in the new movies. Like he feels like a Star Wars character. Like, just kind of sh- shooting from the hip, you know, kind of like Han Solo-ish a little bit. Like, his, I like his character, and the actor's good. Yeah, and they made but him out to be a dope. criminally underuse him, and then they make him, yeah, exactly, like what you were going to say. I'll let you finish your thought. They just made him look like a dope. Yeah. Yeah, he was in... What it was, was it? He got, like, slapped by Leia, and then... Blasted, stunned. Yeah. 
because the purple hair bitch was going to lead them all to their deaths. And uh, she's she super condescending about it. Trying to redeem herself at the end. I think that, they redeemed her for being such a shitty character or that they attempted to redeem her for being such a shitty character by having her kill herself. Yeah, she was really bad. Uh, the Asian girl was a really bad character too. Eh. I She did not fit at all. Well, her story arc whole, was yeah, stupid. That they, was they stupid. Sh- her story Why did they go to the totally stupid? stupid. It, it was her so sister, fucking preachy. Her sister was the hero and the one that like her sister should have been the one that they may, that they have as the main character, not her. Or not you know what I mean? Like they should have swapped the sisters. You know the one that was like on the bomber, you yeah. know? That like I don't know. It they and then they made her like uh preachy preachy and uh controlling and she wouldn't even let what's his name die he wanted to just like sacrifice himself to destroy that machine and uh she at the last second was just like and then that corny scene where she's like half dead or whatever just like talking out of the side of her face like with her eyes half open that was cliche uh i didn't like the I didn't like, well, the Leia thing was stupid in space where she's floating through space like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> and they don't, they don't give any explanation to why she's even able to do that. Like she's beyond any, any Jedi ever in the history of Star Wars where she can just like become invulnerable where her skin, where she doesn't hurt, her body doesn't explode in space like a normal human being would. I was like, she, my mouth was agape. She just she's she's like a fucking god, and they could have and she's dead. That's the thing. She's dead in real life. So what? So now they keep her alive, and we're gonna have to see a morbid CGI version of her. How are they gonna yeah. fake that raspy voice? How are they gonna? Who's gonna do that? Like Alex Jones on his show because he, he actually has a YouTube video of him ranting about that movie. And it's pretty. It's worth watching. And he There's almost says nothing he, he does feels really watching. bad. Uh, he feels really bad about Carrie Fisher because she's not like you could just tell in the movie. Like he said that she's like a bridge lizard. I think he called her a bridge lizard. <laughs> like these these creatures that live under bridges that are drug fiends. Bridge <laughs> lizard is that like I a lot lizard? I think that's yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he's like. We got these. We got these bridge lizards. You know, they live. They live under these bridges outside of the city. <laughs> it's like she's like God. He's like God rest Carrie Fisher, but she she looks like that. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I the the villain is a bitch. What's his name? He's a moody bitch, and he gets beaten by what's her name every fucking time. He, she beat him in the first one, and then she beats him again in the second one. Where she well, they don't. She doesn't beat him, but like she escapes. That's another thing. What happened with that whole scene? They're like trying to like pull the lightsaber apart, and like then it blows up, and then oh, next thing yeah. you know it. He wakes up and he's there and she's gone. Where the fuck did she go? Yeah, she and then she's on the Millennium Falcon. On the Millennium Falcon. That was what so the, weird. Like, 
if you really go through that movie, you like, don't even have to really go through it, it. There's just so many times where I'm like, wait, did I, I must not have been paying attention. Something I, I my mistake. I just blamed myself the whole time. I didn't understand a scene. It's like they tried to make up for all of the inconsistencies, like with the editing and stuff like that. And the plot that had so many holes, you lost count by having these character moments for every character. And like, they tried to like give uh, each character like a moment to shine, but half the time it was just bad and it was, was not good. You know, it was, it was like Leia's was flying through space like a god, and then yeah, uh, that was not Finn's where he was going to sacrifice himself at the end, and then kind of uh, yeah, it's the it's it's the Disneyification of Star no, Wars. I don't think so. The other guy, uh, it's Kathleen. What's her name? Kathleen. The SJW. See you next Tuesday. That that's what she is. That she's the one that has all of the the creative influence over this new trilogy. What happened with the J.J. Abrams one? That was good. Why'd they switch? He directors? wasn't on this one. He's coming back on the next one. Uh, yeah, but this director kind of undid all of his cool stuff that he set up. Yeah, all that stuff that they set up and like, how about the scene? You know, just in the very beginning where. She hands him the lightsaber and then he tosses it over the cliff. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, that was supposed like, to be funny. Like, what? They never set it up, though. It was like a bad joke that had no setup. But it's also, it's like, how, it irrever- a- how irreverent is that? Well, that so was like- the point. It was supposed to be funny. Like, J.J. Uh, Abrams' Star Wars, where there's this like dramatic fight scene and then they take the guy's helmet off or some uh the pilot he like makes a joke about the guy's mask or something and it was totally out of place oh yeah okay. see that was funny and they opened it that way well this he's an experienced was, director that has made lots of stuff that's good and he just did it wrong see. somehow it was just slightly off it's like it wasn't made by an american director yeah is he is he not I think he is. His name's Ryan, but it's spelled like it's. I think it's R I A N. Um, Ryan Johnson. He's got some good film credits. I think he did uh, Looper. That he directed that. I think that this movie though isn't the director's fault though. I think this movie is the producers and the people that are behind the scenes making a lot of the creative decisions because the director is just putting it's like yeah he's at fault for the editing that's the director part partially the director's job so that's on him but i think the character decisions like the purple haired bitch and uh uh leia flying through space and shit like that i think those were decisions because someone had to say okay when 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 carrie fisher died someone had to say so what are we going to do about leia now I highly doubt the director made the decision that he was going to resurrect her from death in space and have her float back to the ship. I don't know. You know, it was supposed to look epic, but it looked so weird and out of place. It was very weird. And they killed Admiral Akbar. What the fuck? Oh, shit. They did. He was in this. Like, what is that? He's like the, the, the throughout the entire six move going to be six movies, five movies up to this point. 
he's not like in the uh, you know a major billing character or anything like that but as for a behind the scenes character like he's a major character and they just he just blows up and he's gone and they don't even they don't even acknowledge it in in the movie at all he's like the the admiral of the entire fleet like he leads the the whole fleet it's very i don't know it, it, it irreverent that's what i that's that's the word i used to describe that movie the Force Awakens was still reverent. Like, you got, like, vibes of Star Wars in that movie. There was a lot of nostalgia, like, from right out the gate. Whereas this movie, it was, like, it was, it was its own thing. It was thing. more of, like, it was a, just, an anime vibe. Yeah. Like, it was attempt just, at it. It was totally disconnected. Totally disconnected. But we'll see what they do, because what, what do they do now in the new one? Okay, the, they've made the, the, the Republic, or the, the Rebellion completely like like they're just like this little band of people that fit on the millennium falcon now that's all that's left how are they supposed to fight against the new order and then they don't even explain how they got from the last movie where they destroyed that planet death star 3.0 or whatever it was and uh now they're on the run like they just had a major victory what happened in that gap of time now they're on the run and they're like downtrodden and they're like cornered in on this one planet. I don't know where they're gonna go in the next you, movie. There's no momentum. Are you referencing Rogue One? No, no, no. At the end of this the, this movie. No, about. no. When they destroyed the planet thing, was that Rogue One? No, no, no. Remember the Force Awakens that they had like another Death Star. Remember, and they that's where everything happens at the very end. Yeah. And then they exactly. blow it up the same way the Death Star is blown up in A New Hope. Like they have a elaborate yeah. X-wing battle, and like they they go in and destroy the core of it or whatever. History repeated itself. That was like the overall theme of that one. Yeah, it was it was a total rehash. Um, with modern but humor. It it was, but it was well done though. It was very well yeah. constructed, and it had a lot of nostalgia. It was just a redo of A New Hope. Um. But where was I going with the, oh yeah. So they blew up that planet. That was like their base. Like that was the new orders base planet. So you would think after they destroyed that, you know, it was like, remember the last, the, the, uh, the return of the Jedi, you know, the one with the Ewoks and all that stuff. And then the fights Vader at the end. Vaguely. They have like another space battle where they destroy Death Star 2.0. When they destroy that, it's like victory. Everybody's celebrating, cheering, and dancing. Like I that's that. yeah. they've won, and then they pull the statue of the Emperor down and and that one planet, that city planet, you know, where the Empire that was like their main planet. And uh it's like it's over. And then then we get to the Force Awakens, and then the new order is like full force again. Like, where did they come from? They broke off of the Empire, and now they're this massive you know i don't know world war one world war two yeah but they're it's portrayed to be like the german yeah they're portrayed to be like the germans i guess they're probably going to end up losing twice but i don't at no point where the allies ever cornered into basically certain death and then they had to get rescued at the last moment you know I just don't know where they're going to go for the next movie. Dunkirk. They weren't winning. They got their, they, that, that 
that was when I think when Dunkirk happened, that was before the United States was even in the war. But isn't that what you? It's the opposite of what you just said. The Allies weren't winning; had to be rescued. Yeah, but that was just the British, though. It wasn't like all of the resistance, like what happened in the movie. That's no, because the French decided to give up. They just got overrun. They had the French resistance. Yeah, 1940 is when Dunkirk happened. I think the United States was in... It was 1942, right? was uh, D-Day. That's when the United States first got into Europe. I don't know. I don't remember any of the dates. 44. So yeah, the United States... I don't think got into the war until 44. So that was sometime earlier. But anyway, I we'll see. I think JJ Abrams can probably fix a lot of the fuck ups from the other thing, but the stuff that's ruined is ruined. Luke's dead. Uh, who else died? How about that scene with Yoda? Also, why weird. did they use the, why did they use the puppet version of him in that instead of the CGI? Is it because he's old and that's like that's how he's supposed to look when he's old? Or is it because they can never go back and redo the original movies like they redid uh, episode one with Yoda? They're not going to go back and redo Yoda. Yeah, they can't. So that's probably, I guess that, that makes sense why they did him that way then. They made him look like the way he was in the original movies. I can't imagine that he would be... Like they would ever use a conventional special effect again. I would think it would all be CG. Well, it was definitely CG because he was a blue whatever. Unless it was animatronic and then they projected the blue version of it on that. No. A bunch of Koreans built that little model and then animated it. Hmm. Did you notice that the books were already out of the uh, the treehouse? What do you mean? They were in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. Because I think What's-Her-Name took them, right, Ray? Yeah. Yeah, so that scene where he was burning it all down was for nothing. Well, he already knew they were gone. Troy was telling me that. How do you know they were already gone? Because Yoda said that there's nothing in that tree that she doesn't already possess. Oh, I thought it was kind of like reference, like what she already knows. That's what like, I thought. Because because the but the possesses a very he specific said the word. books were nothing. He said the books were nothing. Yoda, he's like they're worthless or something like that, or they're pointless. There's nothing in there that she does not already possess. Something along those lines. Well, no, he said that, but I think he also said like. Uh, he like knew that she took him. It's like old writings or old old something writings that are irrelevant now. He said something like that too. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and the film is called The Last Jedi. So she's a Jedi, and then the very ending scene, there's the little fucking kid that's got the force. So is he a Jedi too? Is he gonna become one eventually? Remember that? The little yeah. kid? The, the slave kid or whatever it was? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make a new Harry Potter. There you go. All the kids are going to have this magic force. It's going to be Harry Potter. They're going to bastardize the force. 
They're going to go to Hogwarts. It's irreverent. All of it. And then you really can mix your memes and say, may the force be with you. But they just have to mix uh, Star Trek in. And then just blend. <laughs> make all the... Everything combined. You have Darth Jar Jar. Uh, Hogwarts. Uh, the Ring from Lord of the Rings. And some Star Trek characters to be introduced into Star Wars and then worlds collide. Maybe introduce Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Rick yeah. and Morty. Uh, that's too adult for Disney. You know that they closed the freaking roller coaster at a California Adventure? Which one? I don't know. Of the, the big one with the Mickey Mouse head on it. Never been on it. The one that's been in California Adventure forever. If you were driving down like Catella I've only been to Disneyland once in like the last 20 years. The other time that I was there, they were building the parking a lot for California Adventure. That's pretty much how it was for me too until I went this last year. I got my pass. I hadn't gone. I think the last time I went was like in like the early 2000s or the late 90s. Um... But it's been there for a long time. Anyway, they're closing down half of um, California Adventure to redo it into a Pixar-themed area. And I already thought they had enough Pixar shit with the Cars land and all that stuff there. Disney's making big moves in the media space. I wonder if they took any Chinese money or if they're making all their moves to counter all the Chinese money. Seems like they'd be countering it. Anyway, let's uh, let's play some Day of Infamy on your server. Get your admin stuff set up. We can document it. Maybe link to All it right. in the show notes. And uh, I'll have to see if I remember to put a link to uh, Brian Stildo Barn server. <laughs> you can listen to the to the, uh, the theme song in there. Bringyourwallet.com slash oh frothymix.info slash contact for feedback and suggestions and frothymix.info slash contact for yeah frothymix.info slash contact for feedback and suggestions see you next week